Welcome to the In the Little Things podcast. If you feel that you might be missing out in the little things in life, things like joy, peace, purpose, and hope, well, it can be that distraction and busyness has gotten in the way. Hi, we are Jennifer Alhodge and Annabelle Arden, and we have created this podcast with you in mind. So often we miss out on the blessings that were meant for us. So let us encourage you as we journey together to pivot closer to God and see all the blessings he has for us. Take a deep breath, sit back, and God's got you covered, even in the little things. Welcome to this week's In the Little Things podcast. I'm Jennifer. And I'm Annabelle. Well, we're so glad, of course, all of us to be in 2021. We kind of keep going back to the things that uh, 2020 did to us and shocked us into um, into realizing about ourselves and sometimes about our society and maybe neighbors, maybe loved ones. And uh, we can praise God that he is our rock. He's our fortress. He walks us through it all. And yet, as we touched on last week, we really need to be solid in him um, to get through a lot of this because I think you know, as we spoke about last week, we, a lot of us realized when we were suddenly faced with a lot of our own flaws 24 seven because of quarantine, that maybe our foundation wasn't as strong as it should have been. Maybe we should have been more solid and had a stronger bridge to carry us over through the the hard times. Amen. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And so Annabelle has a pretty cool um, story to share today about her bridge and her experience of what she went through when COVID struck. Well, we um, had a difficult time and, and of course everyone has, but I think COVID, the quarantine, if it impacted us adults the way it has with wearing masks and feeling, you know, anxiety and, mm-hmm. and sadness and all these things, how did our children feel? Right. Um, I had a time when my son was very, very small. I would rock him as most mothers did and I would sing to him twinkle twinkle and that uh-huh. usually worked. I mean it worked to the point where um, he would fall asleep and then later on as he started growing up I had to do more. I had to read books to him. His favorite uh, Bible story is David and Goliath mm-hmm. you know and, and he started um, wanting more tangible things to be done at nighttime. You know when he started school in kindergarten they introduced to him the three little pigs. Cute story. Yes the, the most adorable story but I never really I mean I never we didn't read books when I was little but my mom would always put me to bed and my dad would put my brothers to bed and my mom would just pray with me. Mm-hmm. That's all she would do is pray and ask me how my day was. And so we didn't do book reading. And what we ended up doing with Marky with the three little pigs um, became one of his favorite stories. He one day turned to his two dogs. We have a border terrier and a Australian cattle dog. They're medium and small. Mm-hmm. And those are uh, Marky's furry brothers. Uh-huh. Um, That's so cute. It is. It's He's really an only cute. child, but he has a couple furry brothers. <laughs> <laughs> but um, at the one night, he just, it, it blew me away because he turned to his furry dogs who were on the floor, just idolizing him, you know, just looking at him. And, and he says, okay, I'm going to read you a book. And he started from that day reading books to his brothers. <laughs> so cute. And it motivates him to learn how to read. And he started to read the, um, the parts about, you know, first 
first house is straw, the second house or or sticks, depending on the book, um, and the second house was um, sticks, and then the final house either bricks or mortar or whatever. Um, one day I turned to him and I said, you know, Mar, why do you think it's important that your house be built with bricks instead mm -hmm. of sticks or straw or whatever? And he said, well, because bricks are stronger and they could hold hold the house up when the mm -hmm. wolf comes and blows on it. And I said, okay, Mark, that's true. In the Bible, who would you think is the wolf? If you look at the Bible, who is sure. the wolf? He said, I don't know. And I said, the wolf is anyone who's against God. Doesn't matter who, if it's a human, if it's a spirit, if it's the devil, if it doesn't matter anything that is against who God is, which is love, anyone who is against you is the wolf. So when you come against someone or something that's hard, you have God all around you to protect you. Mm -hmm. You just need to ask God, Lord, what do I do with this? And I trust you as my brick house. Mm -hmm. You're my foundation. And he was like, oh, okay. So when so-and-so at school gets mad at me or calls me a bad name, I have to ask God, what do I ask? And I said, well, you first ask God to forgive that person. And then you ask God, how am I supposed to use this situation to show that person your love? And usually he'll tell you either to walk away or to speak with him in kind, nice words. Say, I know that you didn't mean that. Did you mean to hurt me? And usually if, it, if that child, because, you know, at this age, they don't realize what they're doing is wrong mm -hmm. or they haven't been taught. Or they haven't have. thought about how it's going to make somebody feel. Like, exactly. They know that they're, they might know that they're trying to hurt, or they're but when they stop to somebody. think about it, mm -hmm. they don't want to be the one who did that. Yes. Right? And right. so it just, I feel like it kind of um, dissuades the anger, you know what I mean? Yes. It just kind of pushes aside some of the angry feelings and it, you know, Helps to ease tempers, mm -hmm. you know, to do that's a really good lesson yeah. for anyone, so, not just so, a little kid. <laughs> so um, when he had an altercation at school with a little girl who said, I don't play with boys, that kind of, you know, yeah. thing. And Mark initially got hurt. He's like, well, I don't care if you're a girl or a boy. I want to play with you. Mm -hmm. And she was playing dolls, uh -huh. you know, and he went up to her and said, I may be a boy, but I still would love to play with you. Mm -hmm. And she says, well, I don't play, I don't usually play with boys. And she, and he goes, well, it's okay. I don't have, can I just sit with you? Oh, that's so cute. And he <laughs> sat next to her, didn't play. Another boy came up and ridiculed him for playing with the girls, not playing with the boys. And he says, it's okay. It's okay. I'm not playing. I'm just sitting with her. She's my friend. Oh, that's so sweet. And so the the kids made fun of Marky that day, and he told me. He said, you know, they made fun of me, and I said, that's okay. Mm -hmm. When you do the right thing, Marky, a lot of times, you will be made fun of. Well, it's great that you gave him that lesson so he had something to fall back on. He, You gave him a tool in his pocket so that he could approach a situation that he didn't like or that made him feel bad mm -hmm. with a lot of grace. Yeah. Yeah, you know, he needed that tool in his pocket. So the question for today's podcast, and the reason I bring up this story with my son is, we have built, build bridges. We can't constantly be attacking each other or categorizing each other or isolating groups and, and putting the worldly standards 
above God's standards. Mm -hmm. God has created us all equal. Mm-hmm. And he has created us all individually different, but mm-hmm. the same. And we have to choose to be a bridge of forgiveness, reconciliation, redemption, and love. It's not an easy choice to make. No, especially not at all. for kids. But right. as adults, I went to church this morning to be part of Moms in Prayer here at church. Right. And I had a big, huge monster truck coming out. You know, and I was going down Dillard. Local street. Local street. But for you, (laughs) you know, we were at, I was going down the main road and this this car with a guy in it was going into the main road with where I was going, Mm -hmm. but he didn't want to wait until I passed him. Well, he didn't want to wait. So he burged right in. I mean, he almost hit my car Mm -hmm. getting in front of me and then he got the red light. <laughs> you know, have you ever seen and, that Kermit meme? You know, where it's like when you pull up at the stoplight next to the person who cut you off and passed oh, and he's just looking worst. at the person like, mm-hmm. uh, so, <laughs> so funny. But uh, I had to make a choice do I get angry? Mm-hmm. Or do I let it go? You know, my little nephew when he was four, I, he's not little. He's like 21 now. But oh, when he was little. four, he was traveling with my mom and my mom got so angry in the car and she was yelling at the person who cut her off or who did something. Why are you doing that? And why are you? And he finally said, Grandma. And she said, yeah, he goes, you know, that person can't hear you, right? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> kind of. You know, woke her up to what she was doing. Yeah. I don't know if it, you know, kept her from doing it in the future, but. But but, yeah, you, you have to, you have to make a decision and it's a constant. You have to live for Christ or you have to live for self. Right. And you know what though? You have to be, um, if you want to have those strong bridges, you have to have, and I, you just have to be rooted in the Lord really mm-hmm. strongly. You have to be prepared, just like you prepared Marky with some tools in his back pocket that he could bring out when he was talking to people. You kind of need to know how you're going to handle hard situations before you ever get there, mm-hmm. before they ever come up. And um, and you can do that more firmly when you are in the Lord, when you already know what the fruit of the spirit is supposed to look like galatians 5 22 uh-huh, there you go and when you know that you're supposed to represent that in the lord and so i feel that i mean it kind of reminds me of um surviving a storm right we we have all kinds of hurricanes here in florida mm-hmm. and i remember a few years back when um matthew came through we had just planted some palm trees they were they were babies but palm mm-hmm. trees develop really deep roots so you put them in the ground and they're going to start growing down, down, down into the ground, which is why you see these palm trees buffeted in the hurricane winds. And they're right. being blown and they're curved and they're leaning so much, but those suckers stay. They stay. They, they hardly ever snap. Yeah. Right. It, those are very, very strong. But we also had an oak tree that was about 10 years old. It had been in the ground for some time. We fertilized it. We took a, a lot of care of it. And those roots were growing and growing and growing, and the branches were, but it was growing wide. Oh, yeah. They were not very On deep. The surface. So when that hurricane came, those little baby palm trees survived it, mm-hmm. but this oak tree oh. with the big branches that grew so beautiful with the fertilizer, they acted as a sail, and those roots that were fairly shallow could not hold it, and it, it just toppled right oh. over. The whole thing fell right over in the backyard, oh. and... um. You know, it just reminds me of 
you know, we need to not spread ourselves too thin. We've talked before mm-hmm. about how there are so many good things to do, good things that we are called to do and good things that other people would want us to do, right. but that we're not called to do. And if you are spreading yourself so thin that you cannot be deeply rooted in the Lord because you have no time for him, you're not spending time in devotions, then when these things come our way and we don't know how to handle it and we're faced with the reality that people can sometimes stink and not be very nice, Mm -hmm. um, we want to react with our very human nature of defending our cause or defending our just ourselves, Mm -hmm. you know, if we're affronted and somebody says something to us. But when we are in the Lord and the fruit of the Spirit has grown, that fruit, it's like our bridge, right? It's our bridge to um, behaving the way that we should and representing Christ well. Correct. Yeah. And it's it's easy to fall into the worldly way of, of accepting that you are being hurt or people are hurting you or in the case of me with the guy who cut me off on the road, it's very easy to think, oh, it's okay if I start yelling at him because he did it, he offended me. He mm-hmm. did something wrong. Sure. He cut me off. But if you want to build a bridge of peace and be a peacemaker, it takes you really seeking the Lord and saying, Lord, give me peace about this help me to love this person who's hurting me or or not not be like the world for you have overcome the world for my sake mm-hmm. so let me not fall into that trap to thinking that everything is about me when indeed i have to be less for you to be more Right. I love one of the verses that um, that you found and shared with me um, that just kind of made you think of this. It's from Ezekiel, and I feel like we don't quote Ezekiel enough, mm-hmm. uh, but it look, it's Ezekiel 17, 8, and it says, It had been planted on good soil by abundant waters that it might produce branches and bear fruit and become a noble vine. And that's how we have to be, you know, mm-hmm. with the Lord. Yeah. And First Chronicles 28, 10 is also very good, too, because it goes back to the story with with the three little pigs Mm -hmm. and that whole the whole solid rock be careful now for the lord has chosen you to build a house for a sanctuary be strong and do it Mm -hmm. um and that's kind of when when i was working on this podcast with you um, I have to admit, a, a song came to mind. I am not surprised, Annabelle. <laughs> you guys, if you don't know by now, Annabelle is so musical and so gifted that music just comes naturally to her mind. It, every right. day I wake up with a hymn or a praise song. And in this particular day, if you know this song, you could probably sing it in your head. It's called The Solid Rock. And it's, a, my hope is built on nothing less than Jesus' blood and righteousness. I dare not trust the sweetest frame, but wholly lean on Jesus' name. Now, I'm not going to do the whole song because of time, but I did want to bring that up. If you want to grab your phone and listen to it or Google the oh, lyrics. Oh, it's such a good song. There's, there's so many songs like this one that can fit into this podcast. That was the one that came to mind for me. And I have to say this too, and you're going to love this. (laughs) When I found this song, then the very next day, God put in my heart again, Indiana Jones. 
<laughs> the last crusade? That the one? last crusade. Because remember what we did the very first time? about that bridge. The bridge. Of faith. Exactly. Right. It's not just faith that you have to have. You for Faith you have to establishes, have it, but, yeah. establishes the bridge. Mm-hmm. But if you are constantly in the word and building up your your sanctuary, which is you, where God resides, and you firmly plant yourself in that faith, then the bridge will never again be invisible. Mm-hmm. It will be so vivid and strong and made out of solid rock mm-hmm. that taking that first step is never again it's hard. It's not as hard. No, it never exactly. is. Exactly. You build your confidence. When you're in the word, you get you you build your courage, your bravery, your wisdom, your knowledge, and you get to see that bridge through the lens of a solid rock. Never again <laughs> well, invisible. I have to tell you, like, so one of the next, I know Annabelle wasn't going to go through the whole thing, and I'm not either, but the next line in this oh, sorry. song. Oh, <laughs> sorry. No, it's awesome. It says, on Christ the solid rock I stand, all other ground is sinking sand. And when I was reminded of this... <laughs> I have to tell you of what really, like, it really applies um, when we learned how bad sinking sand can be. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so our motorhome is like 32,000 pounds. It's insanely, insanely heavy, 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 right? And we went to, uh, we were actually here, we, we traveled, of course, the whole country, but we would come back once a year to visit, and mm-hmm. we were at a place right here in Orlando, and... I mean, Central Florida, guys, is pretty sandy. It's a pretty sandy. Everywhere, (laughs) yeah. And um, so we went to a local RV park, and we went in there, and we were fine in... We'd been there before. We were fine in any places we'd ever been in. But that one morning, I looked up, and I said, Honey, some people just pulled out of a spot over there, and I called the front office, and they said we can move there if we want because it had a great view. We could see the children playing with the other kids. And so I really wanted to move over there. And so he said, okay, well, that's that's fine. We can move. And so I pulled out. I backed into the spot. And everything seemed to be fine. Except what we didn't know and that we what we weren't told by the front office is that the year before that, they had replaced and upgraded all of the electrical posts mm-hmm. in that. Well, when they did that, they had to, of course, remove, remove the all old the foundation in all of the stuff they put, it was all sand that they put back, but oh. they did not pack it down really well. And they really put sand and not dirt and not rock, and you know? Why so all these other, that? I mean, there were these huge, long travel trailers that were there and huge, long fifth wheels that were there, and they, they were there without mm-hmm. issue. When we pulled into that spot, boom, we sank. Wow. Our wheels dropped like six inches deep into the ground. And so we said, oh my gosh, we need to get out of here before we sink any further. Right. And so what what we did is um, we grabbed some uh, boards, lots of oh, big, yeah, yeah. thick wood. Mm-hmm. We put them in front of the wheels. We rolled up onto it. These were two by fours, several of them that we put under the back wheels, several two by fours thinking this should be pretty fine. And we rolled up onto it and we actually were pretty good. It brought us up. But when we woke up in the morning... <gasps> These two by fours, I mean, we felt lucky to get onto them. These two by fours had sunk a hundred. We couldn't even see them anymore. They were all the way deep down Mm -hmm. in the ground. And so we're like, what on earth? So to lift ourselves out, we lifted the jacks. We put about eight inches worth of um, 
like there are jack pads that you can put under there oh, okay. to help lift the motorhome a little bit more. And we put eight inches of those and wood boards and everything, right? Wow. And then we put the jacks down. And can you believe the ground was so soft? The jacks sank. The Well, the wood, it just, instead of lifting the motorhome, it pushed them direct, as if the wood, as if they were, it was going down into just Quick like, sand. exactly, just straight mm-hmm. down. You couldn't even see the wood anymore. Wow. So we had to eventually get a tow truck. And the tow truck came out, and the whole campground came out to watch this oh, ordeal. It was so embarrassing. And it took them hours to get us out of there. With the biggest tow truck you can imagine, they could barely get us out. Mm-hmm. And once we did, we moved. But it taught us the importance of having, you know, solid ground mm-hmm. and not sand. It taught mm-hmm. us the importance of having something solid to be on because when you sink, you can get stuck. Yeah. And yeah. if, if we are like that in the Lord, we will sink and we'll get stuck. And if you look at, um, and this it just came to mind, if you look at Psalm 42, 40, 40, 40 and then verse, verse 2, two. Um, it sounded like 42. He drew me up from the pit of destruction out of the merry bog, it could say out of the sand, mm-hmm. and set my feet upon a rock making my steps secure. Mm-hmm. And that that story is perfect because if you think of yourself as this big motor home, if you're not careful and you step on a ground which is either quicksand or sand itself, if you've ever been to the beach and you have the tide coming and your feet are on top of the sand, when the tide pulls you, the tension of the world pulls you, your feet if you're not standing on a rock, your feet go into the sand. Right. You sink. You go deeper. And you and go deeper, deeper mm-hmm. and deeper with every wave that comes at you. Deeper and deeper your feet go, right. go in. And, and you're buried. pretty, like, you can't move. Mm-hmm. You have to really use a lot of strength to get your feet out of that sand in the water. Sure. Um, so... I guess, you know, being prepared with the word of God, you know, and being close to him ultimately will give you the solid ground that you look for. So what are you standing on? What is your bridge made out of? Is it solid or is it frail? Do you stand on the word of God, the truth, the wisdom and the strength that you can find in his word? And is he your bridge? Is he the one that bridges that which has been made wrong or that is unsteady, uncertain, or frail? What do you do? We can only do one thing when we feel that the the ground is, is shaky or not solid. We ask God to repair the weakness in our bridge. Mm-hmm. Whatever it is that's missing, we seek God's word in revealing the truth and we declare we stand on your word, Lord. Mm-hmm. You're the solid rock. From you are all the promises given for our success, for our happiness, our joy, and ultimately the love that is far bigger than anything we could find. By remaining close to him and constant relationship with God is where we Grow the stronger roots like the trees, mm-hmm. where we stand on the solid rock and we grow richer soil to stand upon and be strong during the storms of life. And, you know, we talk a lot about um, being closer to God, but I have to tell you that there was some advice given to me about how to just practically do this because I went to a mentor once and I'm like, I don't know what to do about my prayer life. Like I talk for a few minutes and I feel like that's it. Like there's nothing more to say um, except for what's it the very top of my heart, you know, and I'm not one of those people to just sit 
and Mm -hmm. quietness, you know, and she said, well, you know, try a couple of things. And this is what worked for me to enhance my prayer life. It was very simple. I opened with worship songs, things from when I was a kid, Mm -hmm. even I would sing songs to the Lord. And so I would begin my prayer time with singing songs to the Lord. And I would pause to reflect, see if God put anything on my heart. And then I would read scripture. I would go to scripture and let God show me whatever he wanted to show me that day. And I would read it out loud. Mm -hmm. And something, maybe it doesn't work for you, but for me, reading out loud made a big difference. Right. Mm -hmm. It just brought it to life for me. And then I would pray. Mm -hmm. You know, and if I wanted to go back and sing again or read more, I would, but to put those three things together mm-hmm. seemed to do it for me. And it really kind of a, a way to, for me anyhow, to really um, be able to feel closer and to extend that time of devotion and really bring myself, you know, into a, a spirit of being with God. Yeah. Yeah. And, and also, you know, there are days, I'll be honest with you, and, and uh, this is, you know, just God has put it on my heart just now. It's okay if you've been through the mud, if you've been sunken into the sand, it's okay to just be still and know God is God and just not say anything and allow him to speak to you, be in complete quiet. Today's culture is noise, 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 right. noise, noise, busy, 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 busy. I agree, yeah. So we're culturally conditioned that we have to be doing something or mm-hmm. saying something. To or fill the void of fill silence. Fill the void of silence. Mm-hmm. Silence is a is a deadly sin in, in our world. And so if if you feel, if you're like my husband, for example, he's an introvert. He's very much of an introvert. If you feel you don't have anything to say, God knows. He's created you. He knows how he's wired you. It's okay. You don't have to be talking. And a lot of times for me, even during those quiet times, the meditation portion, when I'm just starting to wake up and I can't say anything because my mind is still asleep, God has revealed stuff to me mm-hmm. in my quiet. Um, so, you know, it, all these tools is definitely some way in which you could build your solid rock in Christ Jesus in his word, build your bridge to be strong, but also be a peacemaker everywhere you go. Mm-hmm. Um, so I just want to challenge you to maybe do this. If enhancing your prayer life means you're singing a worship song, reading scripture out loud and praying, then great. If it's something else for you and maybe music is your focus and that's all you want to do is just sit there and praise and praise and praise and then spend some quiet time before the Lord, um, do that. Whatever it is, just, you know, go to God and ask him in whatever way um, your heart will feel closest to him to reveal himself in such a way it couldn't even be explained other than that he really did show up. He's really there and has given you an intimacy with him. Um, Ask God to reveal areas where you're weak and to make those stronger for you. Yes, and so this week, you know, it's been just a question. What is your bridge made of? What is your solid rock? And, you know, just lean on him. Be strong and courageous in him for he is still on his throne. If you have any prayer requests or any needs or any questions regarding this podcast or any podcast, feel free to go to AnnabelleArden.com and put it there privately, or you could put it in the thread under the podcast 
And um, I just pray that, that this week would be a week of fortification, a week in which you would um, seek God as your solid ground, as your foundation, stand on his promises, stand on his truth. And um, until next week, if um, we just want to bless you and your home, always, um, we will see you again next week. Bye-bye for now. Bye. Oh, it's been so awesome spending time with you. Thank you for listening to today's In the Little Things podcast. As we navigate this journey together, I highly encourage you to hit the subscribe button so you will not miss the upcoming episodes. Feel free to share this with anyone you feel would be inspired, encouraged, or strengthened. And if you'd like to know more about Annabelle Ardent Ministry, you can go ahead and push the button on this podcast, AnnabelleArdent.com. There you can find more information on the ministry itself and all the upcoming events, any new uh, merchandise that you can um, you can get for birthdays and stuff, you know. And also, if you wanted to leave any comments or anything private, you can do it there as well on my Connect page. Uh, for now, I just want to thank you again for being with me. Um, hit the like button if you uh, like this podcast. And uh, may God love just bless you and, and embrace you this week. As you encounter him on a personal and closer level, I hope that you will see God's love in the little things. And uh, for now, I will see you next week. And until then, know that your presence has been purposed. Thanks again. Have a great day. Bye-bye.